Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to the town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. In coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So just to be clear, it is the feast day today of the Immaculate Conception of Mary, not of Jesus. The passage I just read is when Jesus was conceived in Mary's womb, this moment when the angel goes to her. But we don't have a similar story in writing in Scripture of when Anne and Joaquin conceived Mary. But that's what the feast day is about. It's about when Mary was conceived, at the, um, in, uh, in, in Anne, and what the, this, this teaching, which is an ancient teaching in the church, uh, is developed over, over time, was deepened and, and solidified uh, uh, in, in the understanding, is that when Mary was conceived in Anne, that the normal thing that happens to all of our souls is that in the moment of our conception, we're infected with this, or we're handed down this human nature that's slightly twisted. It's slightly twisted because when Adam and Eve had a not slightly twisted human nature, they twisted it. That was the original sin. And that was like the, 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 the damage that was done to this, 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 the, um, the human nature which was meant to be handed down from generation to re- generation without that wrinkle in it, but it's got that wrinkle in it. And so Mary is, was spared from that, is what this Immaculate Conception is about. We all have it, and that's why, and the most common example I use is that, why do all kids learn to lie when nobody teaches them how to do that? It's because their soul's wrinkled, it's twisted, it's, it's, it, and that's just one, one small example. It's, it's part of us. It comes from within. It's not just exteriorly forced on us from the outside. It's not just outside circumstances that make, it, make us sin, which they can, 
but it comes also from within us. Okay, so, but, but just one, I just wanted to point something out, and I'm going to talk about this on Sunday a little bit, is that over here under, on the altar is the, the, is the chalice and the, and the patent for Mass. And you can't see the chalice right now because it's, it's veiled. It's got that white piece of cloth over it. Now the chalice, that, that's, it's a nice one. It's, it's not super, super nice, but, but it's something that it's made out of. It's got silver. It's got gold. It's like it's ornate. It's state, we keep it in a special cabinet here in the, in the, um, in the sacristy. And, and like during the day, the door to get in there is, is locked. Is, and it, because it's a, it's a precious thing. Not in, yes, in and of itself, but because of what we're going to put in it. And, and the best chalices, they, they can even have, the most ornate can have all kinds of gems and stone, precious stones, and, and be, be very ornate and, and very rotten, very expensive. And the, the point is, is that, and we have this natural tendency that we just wouldn't use, like, whatever. We'd, I wouldn't go over to the rectory and just grab a glass and celebrate Mass by taking a drinking glass and pour the wine in there and consecrate it that way. If we had nothing else... We're in prison somewhere. Maybe we would do that, but it's like our, our soul already like kind of revolts against that. No, 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 no. Use some, use the best thing that we have. And, and in a way, that is what part of the what we imagine is the rationale that God had when He created what the the woman who would be His own mother. It's part of the rationale. This is going to be the most perfect precious thing and it's going to be only for this and we're not going to use it for other ordinary things and we're going to keep this in a special place and it's going to, going to keep it also veiled in a certain way so there's always going to be some mystery about it. why her and, and and what does that really mean and we, we don't have it fully fathom because you can't really just like kind of like walk up to mary and just say okay let me figure this out and it's it's like, no, no, it's, it's, it's God's mother. You just don't do that. There's a sense of awe and respect. Yes, for as precious as she is, but for this vessel that she is, first of all, for, for holy, having Jesus in her very womb, but just as especially for the perfect, most beautiful way in which she holds God in her soul always, and God's grace in her soul always. And, and the, using the, the, the chalice as a symbol of who the Blessed Virgin Mary is, it's like she's the one from whom we receive the Lord. And maybe the patent as well, you could think of the same thing. So anyways, that's just a little bit about maybe something to think about of why we give Mary such, such, a, such a high place in our theology, in our faith, in our devotion, in our church. It's because of this, this preeminent, most precious vessel that she is and is to this day and, and, uh, for, for all of us as our mother and as the mother of our Redeemer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.